In today's episode, we discuss when and how to hire a pro photographer to cover a weekend service or special event. We cover where to find a pro photographer, what questions you need to ask them, and the question on everybody's mind, how much is this going to cost me? But first, I'm Rob Lauder. And I'm Connor Strickland. And And this this is is the Church Church Photographers Photographers Podcast. Podcast. Connor, it is good to be back in the studio with you, man. As, as, as I listen to our little show intro there, I love it, but I'm wondering if anybody in our podcast audience can do one better. So if you're out there listening and you would love to write a, an original jingle or a show bumper for the church photographers podcast, uh, knock it out, send it our way at podcast at churchphotographers.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, speaking of email, this episode was inspired by a question from Sarah at First Baptist Church in Lakewood, Washington. So if you have show ideas, burning questions, we want to hear from you at podcast at churchphotographers.com. Don't we love to hear from our listeners? Oh, of course. It's the best part of what we do. Indeed. Um, so, hey, we're going to talk about uh, hiring a pro today. And this episode was inspired partly by Sarah's question, partly by some conversations I've had in some Facebook groups. Um, about uh, who hires pro mm-hmm. photographers, uh, why they hire pro photographers, and how you might go about uh, hiring a pro yourself. So the question is, like, what what do you do if you don't have a photo team yet, but you need those images for social yep. or website now? And so, Connor, I think that hiring a pro can be one of the best investments that you can make. Like, what, what are some of the benefits of, of hiring a pro? Yeah, um, so a good photographer can oftentimes give you enough content to last you for six months or longer, which is a huge thing, especially if you only have the budget to hire them once or twice a year. Yeah, it's like I I have freelance for some friends of mine, Mm -hmm. and I'll cover a service or two, and within that, they'll get 50, 60, 70 images, and they'll be everything from volunteers to worship service, and then they can use that just on the website throughout the year, and one good photo session can cover you for a very long time. Yep. But there's also a lot of unknowns when it comes to hiring a there photographer, are. particularly if you don't have a connection with somebody already. So like, who do I hire? How do I find that person? How can I make sure that they get the shots that we need? How much is it going to cost? Uh, things like that. Uh, we're going to talk about all of that on today's show. But first, let's take a break and hear from one of our friends over at Fluro. All right, let's talk about photo management. Every photography team needs a place to store and share their photos. And when I first started my team at Summit, we tried everything. We tried Dropbox, we tried Google Drive, we looked into galleries like Smug Mug and Pixie Set, but they all had something missing and just something didn't work quite right. That's why we started using Fluoro Photos. Fluoro is a central place for growing photography teams to upload, tag, and share their photos. Uh, with Fluoro Photos, you can put an end to rogue Dropbox links, you can grow your photography team beyond just yourself, and you can make it easy to upload, tag, and search your entire photo library. Our entire photography team can upload their photos directly to Fluoro Photos. They can tag them by location, event, ministry, topic. And when it comes to finding those photos, our entire staff team can search Fluoro Photos and instantly find the photos that they need. 
For a limited time, Fluro Photos is offering a free church photography guide to church photographers, podcast listeners. Inside that guide, you'll get a church photography checklist for all the must-have shots for any church event. You'll get camera recommendations that won't break the bank, and you'll find examples of moments that you can capture in your service and so much more. So you can get your copy of this great guide from Fluro Photos by visiting churchphotoguide.com. Again, that's churchphotoguide.com, churchphotoguide.com to get your copy from our friends at Fluro Photos. All right, Connor. So let's talk about uh, first why hire a pro. What are some reasons why you would want to hire a pro photographer for your church services? Yeah. So first off, if you need photos, but you don't have a photo team, you're probably gonna have to go out and hire someone to come in. Um, So you need images now and you don't have a team. So church plant on launch day. You're going to want to document that day, but if you don't have a team, who's going to do it? Um, Yeah, I actually had this happen to me. A friend of mine uh, was planning a church here in our our city, and like one, he he probably had a photographer who could have done it, but it's a big day for that church, and it's just like, hey, why have them you know distracted during the service when they're a part of this family too? Yep. So he brought me in to uh, to cover a church plant launch, and that's an awesome opportunity. Um, what are some other Yeah. Reasons? So another one is you have a big event at your church and you really just want to make sure that you know that, that it is, you have the best photos from it that you possibly can. However, your photo team just isn't quite there yet. You don't, you don't know if they're ready enough to take on that big of an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, we hear this, uh, from churches who want to photo- photograph their Christmas services mm-hmm. or Easter services or, or some big event where they have a fledgling photo team, um, maybe they're shooting with like, you know, uh, crop sensor bodies and mm-hmm. kick glass and, you know, they're just kind of like hobbyists, but they're like, Hey, we really need to nail this event and we want to make sure we have good images out of it. So yep. that's a, a reason why you might hire a pro. Yeah. And then another one is like you kind of mentioned in the first one, you have a big event and you want your photographers and your team to actually participate in it and not feel like they're working the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being, just being a part of the congregation. Yep. Um, we have some photographers on our team even who I've had conversations with in the past week or so um, who are like, you know, I, I really want to just participate and be at this event. I don't mm-hmm. want to be the photographer all the time. Yep. And so hiring a pro can relieve your your go-to team and, and let them engage with the, with the service and yep. engage with your congregation. Um, and just give them a nice break. So it might be a good way to honor your um, your volunteer team just yep. to bring in a, a pro for a weekend and, and, and give them a break. Definitely. So, so some quick reasons on why to hire a pro. Um, but now if, if we've convinced you that occasionally you might want to hire a pro, um, the question then becomes, where do I find someone? Yep. And this is always the tricky one because you don't want to hire just anybody. Absolutely. Um, you don't want to go on Craigslist and be like, hey, you know, I've got to come phot- photograph my, my church. Uh, we'll talk about this in a second. You've got to find the right person, yep. which is more important than just finding someone. Um, but you need to find someone who's comfortable with uh, shooting uh, in a church environment, for sure. Particularly that kind of knows the flow of what a church service is like, mm-hmm. and you know, preferably has an idea for like where those images are going to be used, how you're going to use those images. And so, finding that person can be uh, difficult. Uh, I always recommend for folks to start um, just asking around in their social circles. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you are a church in a you know even a small town, uh, but then obviously in bigger cities as well, you probably know people at other churches. Um, if you are in this position where you're considering hiring a pro uh, because you, you don't have that talent on your team yet or you haven't developed your team to that level yet, um, 
there are probably some churches that are in your area that you know are just doing photography well. That's a really good place to start. Yep. So, you know, reach out and ask, um, you know, hey, you know, Bob, I saw that you had some great images on your website. Can you tell me who took those? Was it somebody in your congregation? Was yep. it an out, outside uh, a freelancer? And would you be willing to make an introduction? Yep. I find um, that uh, in some of the groups that we've had these conversations in, um, oftentimes photographers will be willing to like, yeah, I'll just go help out at your service yep. for uh, for a morning or for a weekend. And uh, you know, often those referral relationships are going to go a long way. Yeah. Didn't you actually, don't you oftentimes go and work at some of your colleagues or some people in your social circles as their photographer, even though you lead our photography team, there are times that you'll go help other local churches as well. Yeah, so I, we have the the fortunate ability to attend service on Saturday evenings, yep. and so we've I've got a, a couple friends here in the Triangle who, um, one of whom has has hired me so many times to shoot his church that I have a staff name badge <laughs> at his <laughs> church. Um, don't tell my boss. Um, I am still very happy at Summit, uh, but <laughs> that's so I can go shoot at his, his church and look official. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like I, I do this regularly, but also I do have the conversations. It's like, Hey man, like you can build your own team. You can stop hiring me. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like we talked about in the why hire a pro he's doing it because it's like, Hey, I know that I want my Christmas services captured well and I trust you and I know you can do it. Yep. So. Um, yeah, I do occasionally freelance, and I enjoy those relationships. And I think that um, just the 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 win win the the value for the church that I'm serving in that way, um, they get quality images like we mm-hmm. talked about that you can use for six months for sure to promote your your church. Um, so uh, start you know look at Instagram accounts in mm-hmm. your neighborhood. Look at um, websites for churches in your neighborhood and say who has good photography and then mm-hmm. just reach out to the comm director or executive pastor, whoever that might be at their church and say, Hey, love your images. I'm yep. over here at you know, first Baptist in the corner of main street. And we'd love to hire somebody. Can you yep. give us a recommendation? And more times than not, they're going to pass along the information to you. Indeed. Um, also like online communities. So if you mm-hmm. are a comm director at a church, um, there are several Facebook groups that we're a part of and we're active in and really enjoy connecting with folks in those groups. Uh, one of which is church communications yep. uh, group. It's a massive group of 20,000 plus church communicators led by our friend Katie Allred. Um, that's a good place to look for mm-hmm. folks in your area. And then also there's a, a, a group that I'm very fond of the church photography team group yep. on Facebook. Um, led by Dave Adamson, that, um, uh, you know, it's a smaller community. It's only 3,500-ish people, but it's uh, all church photographers. Yeah. And so there's often times you'll find somebody in your neighborhood or, you know, somebody who's close enough to drive yeah. out and, and photograph a service. Yeah, I mean, you'll be surprised how close, how many people are in these communities that are very well in your own community. Look at us. Yep. We were in this massive 20,000 person right. group and then we ended up connecting. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we met in a Facebook group yep. and that's how we started this podcast. Yep. So collaboration can happen. Absolutely. Uh, in them. Uh, so that's where to find someone. Uh, often I would say referrals, mm-hmm. you know, a personal referral is going to be the best way to find someone. Uh, if not, uh, you know, some of those communities that we talked about would be a good start as mm-hmm. well. Um, Referrals can also come from your congregation too, though. Yeah. So you know, be sure to ask if if you uh, know within your congregation if there is somebody who's a pro and mm-hmm. they might not be engaged with your photography team, but they might be willing to you know service shoot a service. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like it's it's often uh, a little taboo to ask somebody in the congregation to do a paid service mm-hmm. for the church because um, there's this, this sentiment that well you know you should be serving the church um, with your gifts your talents mm-hmm. um, but I feel like with a professional service like I mean like you know, we're both in web design as well yep. and it would I feel like comm directors can ask absolutely but don't expect like a professional web developer who does this for a living yep. to invest, you know, hours and hours and hours of their time that they need to put food on the table too. For sure. Um, I think the same principle applies to photographers. Yep. Like w- you, you've got a volunteer team and uh, perhaps, and they're willing to serve and eager to serve. But every once in a while it's good to just, you know, hire someone that, you mm-hmm. know, is going to be um, on the ball and get what you need done. Don't hold it against that person. Yeah. If they're a pro, this is their livelihood. Yep. And uh, you know, I've had conversations, like I said, just this week, where some photographers like, I need to take a break because I do this full time. Yep. And I don't want to serve my church in that way. I want to serve my church in some other way. For sure. Because it's more refreshing for me. Yep. So uh, that could be a sensitive conversation. Um, but I would er- encourage. Uh, Anybody in a staff role at a church who's considering hiring, mm-hmm. like don't, don't, don't hold it over their head. And if you have a pro photographer in your congregation and they want to do it on a paid basis, like honor and respect that. Yep. Um, don't be like, you know, be you know, all on your high horse about it and say you need to serve your church. You're for free. Because, yep. again, they got they got put food yep. on the table. For too. sure. Yeah, that's good. So now what happens, you get a referral, you find someone online, you connect with someone in the community, and say you have five people. How do you mm-hmm. go through that vetting process to make sure that the person that you're looking to hire is the best fit for you or the church? Yeah, so like I said at the outset, you need to make sure that the person that you're bringing in is does have some familiarity with mm-hmm. the church world. Um, worst case scenario, they don't. We'll talk about what to do there. But your best bet is going to be somebody who's um, you know helped out in some capacity like this before, and they have an idea of what they're, they're getting into going into it. So not every photographer has what it takes to cover a church service, like um, the the diversity of environments and the diversity of types of shots really takes a well-rounded and experienced photographer to get like a full coverage for a weekend mm-hmm. uh, because you've got the stuff that's happening in the auditorium on the stage, which is super dark. Yep. It's like, you know, that would take a concert photographer, for example. Um, but then you've got the stuff going on in the lobby, which is very personable, very brightly lit and yep. more photojournalistic in nature. But then it kind of got a, a little bit of a portrait bent, too, because, like, you know, I just photographed a launch of our new campus last weekend. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking photos and all of a sudden there's a couple groups of people like, hey, you would make a perfect portrait. Yeah. Um, and so I got to pose them and I got to interact with them as, as people. Um, so it's, that takes a, a diversity of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're probably going to want somebody, like I mentioned, that has that photojournalistic bent, uh, like an event photographer rather than a portrait photographer, um, you know, uh, who can uh, be diverse and well-rounded and shoot in different environments in different ways. Um, one way to, to just do the super quick vetting process is jump on their portfolio or their Instagram account, look at the subject matter that they're shooting, yep. look at the style that they're shooting, and ask yourself, do these photos look like something that I would want to have on my website or For my sure. social media accounts? Um, and if not, like you can coach someone and say, like if, if you're the visionary leader in this area and say, I know what I want, but I just can't do it myself. Um, you can coach someone, but as I find that with photographers, it's really hard to get somebody to bend out of their style because this is their art. Yeah. Like it's like you're not going to go to Picasso and ask him to 
you know, paint a Rembrandt or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's very specific styles that photographers mm-hmm. tend to have. Um, and so if you're going to say, oh, well, you know, he's a pro, he can kind of bend to our style preferences. That's true. Um, but that would be a last resort yep. for me. For sure. Yeah, so let's uh, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about um, things like how much do we pay them, and how do we equip them for success when they get here. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, hey, Connor, let's talk about what we have going on over at churchphotographers.com. Yeah, Rob, we know how hard it is to be a part of a church photography team. We both serve as photographers at our church. You lead our photography team. So we experience the challenges that leaders and volunteers go through every week. That's right. And that's why we're excited to announce the launch of a brand new resources for church photographers and team leaders, churchphotographers.com. At churchphotographers.com, we're building a vault of free resources that will help you grow as a photographer. And if you are a team lead, lead your team well. Yeah, all this and more can be yours absolutely free, but you do need to be on the list. We don't allow just anybody in here. So, Connor, tell them how they can get access to the goods. Yeah, you can get on our list by joining our online community, Church Photographer Nation. To do that, head over to churchphotographers.com. That's churchphotographers.com. Click the free resources button and sign up today. And then once you're in, you'll have access to all of our goodies, past, present, and future. You'll also be the first to know when new resources are available. And so if you want in, and we think you will, head over to churchphotographers.com, give us your deets, and we'll send you those resources your way. All right. So now the question that is kind of on everyone's mind, how much do you actually pay these people now that you have them? Yep, and the answer is not zero in yep. most cases. In some cases, <laughs> it could be zero. Uh, photographers will quote you anything from free ninety nine yep. to thousands of dollars. And so, I think the uh, if if you're not a professional photographer yourself and you don't know how professional photography services are quoted yep. and billed, um, this could be a big scary question. For sure, and you can get duped, right? You can, absolutely, because like, uh, you could have the dude that's going to come in and do it for fifty bucks. And you're like, oh, yeah, super cheap. And then the images are absolute garbage and you can't use them. And you've missed that big, big event. Yep. Um, or somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I can do it. You know, it's going to cost you $3,000. And you, well, it's like, whoa, well, I guess that's just what photography costs. Yep. So, and then they come in and they can still have average photos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's indeed. Um, so we're, we're, we'll talk about some averages. Um, if you, uh, but, but before, before I do that, I do want to address the free 99 crowd, the pro bono. I love the church, and I'm going to do this for free um, photographer. If you can find that, and if you can find a quality photographer who's willing to do that, like I will occasionally do that, Mm -hmm. um, great. Yeah. Um, One, don't expect them to do it every weekend. (laughs) Um, uh, Unless this is like our photography team that we're talking about. Exactly. But if you're hiring out someone for a specific event or something. Right. Um, So don't expect them to do that every weekend and provide you pro-level service. Um, and, uh, I would say look for ways to honor them, yep. uh, as well. So if you can, you know, shoot them a Starbucks gift card or something just to say, thank you. Yep. Um, that'd be helpful. But do remember that you, in most cases, you will get what you pay for. For sure. And so you are more likely to get the images that you need when you hire a pro. If you absolutely have zero budget, then it is, uh, like you might luck out. Yeah. But you're all, again, you're also going to get, get what you pay for. Yep. Um, so I do want to address that. Um, 
when it comes down to actually hiring a pro, and we have a, we've got a small budget for this, um, seventy five to one hundred dollars an hour is reasonable. Yep. Um, some photographers might come in less than that. Some photographers might come in more than that. My personal rate is a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah, my, my personal one's eighty. Yep. So, so um, you know, you remember that when you're hiring a photographer, you're not just hiring them for their time. You're hiring them for the huge investment that they've made in their gear. You're hiring them for the hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of hours that they've spent honing their craft. And so. Um, it's, it's not just like, oh, well, hey, you know, like I can go down and, and find an intern for 15 bucks an hour to shuffle papers. Uh, th- this is a professional service that you're hiring for, so expect to pay professional rates. Um, and then also don't forget editing time. So it's not just the time that they're on site. They have to go then go back. They need to spend time culling through all of those photos. They need to spend time editing those photos and then packaging them up and sending them your way. That takes a lot of time, too. And so it's typically about the same amount of time that you're going to put into shooting an event. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend that amount of time uh, editing photos on the back end. Yep. Um, so don't forget about that time as well. And so I find uh, that for a... Uh, like a, a half day, um, like either one service or two services mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. Um, and that also brings up the, you know, some photographers will offer a day rate as yeah. well. And you can just book them for a half day or something like that. Yep. Um, but for a half day, like you have one or two services on a Sunday morning or a Saturday evening, you can expect to pay between 350 and 500 bucks for, sure. for a weekend service. And so that, I think that is a good range. You're going to find some quality talent in, in that price range. Often, like you know, if it's a photographer who is a believer and loves the church, they are going to be more than willing to work with you on your budget. Um, but that's the the range that I would expect to pay. Anything above that, you're probably getting ripped off. Yeah. Um, and you can probably find somebody much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, anything below that, or and, and it could be that. I mean, as a professional, my rate's my rate. And yeah. If you don't want to pay my rate, that's that's fine. But, yeah. Um, somebody might say a hundred bucks an hour is unreasonable, but uh, I'm going to say, well, you know, my clients tend to disagree. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and so you, if you find someone who's, who's higher um, and it's just not within your budget, um, then fine. Like they, that's their rate. Yep. Uh, so uh, I, I'm going to walk back what I said about getting ripped off. I don't think it's always the case. It yep. could sometimes be the case. Absolutely. Yep. They m- may not be worth anywhere close to that. But your rate's your rate. Yep. Um, and then if you if you pay any less than that, again, the same principle. Like you can find people who are, who are maybe they just don't know their value, yeah. and they produce awesome work, and they're going to charge twenty five bucks an hour for it. Like I want to have a conversation with that lucky. person yep. uh, because I want to say, hey, you need to raise your rates yep. and you need to double your rates. So if you if you are a freelance photographer out there and you're charging twenty five bucks an hour, double your rate until you get no's. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so if um, but the range would be three fifty to five hundred is what I would expect to to pay for a service, and based on just some uh, some uh, you know secondhand research that I've done, for sure that tends to be the range that um, a a church will hire for. Yeah. So now you decided that you need a professional photographer. You have gone through the process of how to find them and vet them, and now you have your budget set. Now you have them hired. What do you do when they show up on that Sunday morning? How do you manage them? How do you give them what they need? All of that stuff. Yeah. So now it's a day of, right? And yep. it's like, okay, well, we we've got this event coming up, and if it's a, if it's a weekend service, it's low risk because then it's like, well, you can just come back next weekend if you didn't get what you need. Yep. Um, you know, sure, we might be out a few hundred bucks, but it's not mission critical. If it's a special event, though, then it's going to be higher demand. Yep. And so I probably look at this through a lens of 
how do we manage somebody for the weekend service? And then how do we manage somebody for the special event? Yep. And the latter is going to be a little bit more hands-on. So you're going to need to provide some more feedback and direction mm-hmm. for the person who's there for the special event. Uh, weekend services, uh, pretty straightforward. Like there, there will be a, a very general set of uh, photo opportunities that virtually every church will have. So that's mm-hmm. like, you know, you've got the folks, uh, volunteers outside greeting guests. You've got conversations happening happening in the lobby. You've got people in your auditorium worshiping. And that's not just the worship team, right? There's That's, <laughs> that's your congregation engaged in worship as well. Uh, you've got the pastor preaching. So, you know, these are things that happen at most churches. They might look different at, at other churches, but this, the flow is pretty much the same. Um, by the way, Coming up with that list can be a daunting task. Yes. Um, the good news is that uh, very soon we're going to be announcing that we have done that hard work for you. And yep. so in our freebies library, we have just published um, the ultimate weekend shot list. And so if you're already a part of Church Photographer Nation, you've already got access. You'll find it in the vault. Um, if you're not a part of our uh, online community, uh, then our resources are there for you for free but you have to be on the list. So if you want access to that ultimate weekend shot list that covers all the different shots that you can just hand to a photographer and say, go, whether that's a freelancer or your team, uh, churchphotographers.com slash freebies, sign up for a free account, get that resource, and then that way we've done all that work for you. So, so worth it. We love you, and we are here to equip you. So uh, that coming back to weekend services, that shot list will pretty much be the same for any church. Yep. Um, the, uh, so a, a good experienced church photographer should know what they're looking for. Um, and a good uh, experienced event photographer, mm-hmm. if they have that list in advance, they should be able to get the idea. Yep. The only thing you might need to add to that is anything that's specific to your church context or your ministry context. And so if there's something that's like, oh, hey, we have this thing going on over here, um, and this isn't something that you'd typically expect, or if it's off the beaten path, um, you know, like, hey, our our prayer ministry meets in the boiler room in our church. Um, go down there and take a couple of photos. That's probably not going to be on top of somebody's mind. Yeah. So just let them know. Yep, just let them know. Um, so that's the weekend service. For the uh, special event, though, you're going to want to put some more detail and some more thought in and in advance in order to set your photographer up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that uh, a special event photographer is going to want is a like a run of service. Mm-hmm. So what's the order of service? What are the different elements of service? Um, maybe walk them around the venue in advance if it's at a venue that's not at your church. So we often do Christmas services at the Durham Performing Arts Center here in our area and it's like a maze like backstage trying to find your way around so that's a um, uh, another thing to think of and then uh, as you go through that order of service be like hey this person is going to come out here they're going to be standing here this is going to be the lighting stuff like that have that listed out in as much detail as Mm -hmm. possible so that they can be set up for success um you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, you might do two or three Christmas services and so they can shoot the first one or they can shoot a dress rehearsal, um, and get the idea of the flow. But if, especially if it's a one-time thing, like prepare them as much as possible, have yep. a very detailed shot list of all the things that you want to make sure that are covered. Um, if you don't have it on the shot list, it's on you if yep. they don't capture it. So, um, you know, they can do their best, but they can't be everywhere at once and they need to have some, some notice of where they need to be for specific shots. For sure. 
So that's how you manage them. Um, I do want to re- reiterate, if you have a need for that weekend shot list, and I think just about everybody listening should have that shot list in their hands, um, churchphotographers.com slash freebies. Go get that right now yep. and then come back and we're going to close this episode out. All right. You back? Cool. All right. So that's all we got time for today. Um, before we do go, however, I do want to give a shout out to our friend, Mary. Um, I don't know Mary. I, I don't know either. But she's my friend, Mary, because <laughs> she left us the, the most kind review on iTunes. And I want to read this to you. Mary writes, uh, where can I begin? I'm not a photographer, but part of my responsibility was to start a photography team. I kept putting it off because I had no idea where to start. Uh, just listening to the first three episodes has helped me take the first steps to actually starting and have been able to go from a team of zero to four. We still need help from, uh, uh, sorry, we still need to help them develop skills, but we have a great foundation. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, that's why we do what we do. Remember, if you have show ideas, feedback, or questions, we would absolutely love to hear from you. If you give us a review, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, shoot us an email at podcast at churchphotographers.com. Indeed. We love every one of you. We are here to serve you. And stories like that are the reason that we keep going with what we're doing. So uh, absolutely appreciate the feedback. And as always, uh, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get quality audio content like this. And remember to leave a rating or review when you're there. We do read every one of them and we appreciate it. So until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. Connor, before we go, I want to tell our listeners about our production sponsor, our friends over at Simple Church Co. And I can say uh, genuinely here that they are our friends because, Connor, you are my friend and you are the mastermind behind Simple Church Co. So how about you give them the pitch? Thanks, Rob. Simple Church Co. is on a mission to make church marketing, well, simple. We offer a unique pay-as-you-are-able model, allowing us to work with any church, any size, and most importantly, any budget. You aren't paying for our services. Instead, your, your contribution is helping your brothers and sisters spread the gospel. And that's awesome. I, I so appreciate the work that you're doing to serve the church. Uh, and so if our listeners are interested in working with Simple Church Co., how can they find out more? To learn more about Simple Church Co., please visit simplechurch.co. Once again, that's simplechurch.co. That's simple.